is myself, Legend of Zaz, Sam the Mangaman, and the Prince Allah, Abe, and the Son of Dark. So how are we all doing today on this lovely afternoon? I'm good. We're good. Well, morning for me still. Morning, afternoon, afternoon Westworld, evening for anybody, time zones, things are confusing, but how are we all doing? Uh, I'm good. I mean, good chapters today. We all, our chapters are coming back today. And then there's no more break. Now it's going to be consistently almost every week where we're going to get new chapters. But yeah. Yeah. I think the next break is probably like in mid-February, end of February or March. Because I know they, I think there's like another holiday around us. So for now, we, we're going to be consistent for a while. And it's pretty exciting. You know, first episode of the year with 2022 the year. And right. just excited. Like, we weren't able yeah. to go live for that Sunday for its first official, uh, first official for the year. And we couldn't do it from the next following week. So, yeah, we decided this to be the first show. Where we're going to do double. Ch- uh, we're going to be covering both chapters or we're just going to talk about it. What happened so far. But, yeah, honestly, it's been good back to back chapters for yeah. all the series. Like, um, um, I don't know how Abe will agree to this, but I felt like Black Clover from last week's chapter and this week's chapter, I felt like it was a better dosage, like reading it both together. Like, I feel like. Tabata would do better as a bi-weekly series because I felt like we went over it last week and then today's just felt a bit short, but when I read both of them together, it felt much better cohesive. I don't know if you agree today. No, I told myself last year that I would probably start binging this series, but I just, it's habit for me to keep up with my Jones week to week. Um, but this new chapter, if we do get to it later today, I did enjoy it. Um, really love, love, love just how dominant our our favorite resident demon is acting and i'm loving the team up with the captains and Agreed. it ends with asta pulling up so i'm really excited for the next couple chapters um but yeah let's get into this undead unluck for real for real because i'm excited i'm excited i love 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 just the first two color pages of the of the chapter of them defeating the umas spring uh, summer, autumn, and winter, and then uh, the end of the chapter too. I I like what they did there. I'm just really excited that we get to talk about this because it's been a really fun, consistent uh, read for me week to week. I've been Agreed. collecting the manga as well. Um, I've already have the first five volumes and I have the next three already on pre order. Oh, nice! They, yeah, they they look it. Uh, Undead Unluck is very, very, very fun. Um, it's a good series and shout out to Scuba Steve. I know he's a big, big fan of it, um, big supporter, and he loves to tweet and talk about it. So I know he's proud right now. Yeah, for the that. new reader, for the new readers, if you find a little bit like bored or a little bit disturbed in the first couple of chapters, trust us, it does get better later on and it gets better and better afterwards. It's like like it, it took it's it took a while, but it definitely made a better climb, got its better quality, it reached the top. And it's we're now in our second. It's now in its second year. Now it did yeah. a second pull and everything. So. Yeah, um, right now they're about to reach its second anniversary. So I'm very proud of them. Uh, for those that are new to the channel or those that are returning, we're here gonna be doing undone um undone unlock. Um, my hair getting me a JJK and Black Clover. Um, the first series we're covering it, like Ape said, we're doing undone unlock for the first time. So we wanted to give that the full spotlight as our first discussion and breakdown. And if you're new to the channel, you know, hit the subscribe. Um. Subscribe button if you're new. If you're doing the podcast feed, hit the follow. Uh, you know, uh, rate us. We all appreciate that, and we appreciate you guys for being here and listening. So, 
let's get straight to the unluck um, discussion. Do we want to first give overall thoughts? Because I know this is our first time fully yeah. diving in um, um, to the conversation I, of the series. Well, I already gave my overall thoughts. So, <laughs> it's, so Sam? It's uh, yeah, like it does give okay. a lot of story. There's actually a lot of emotion into each arc. Like you see everybody's little bit struggles. You also see everybody's problems. And like it's everybody's unique uh, powers. It's actually really cool. Very unique. And it's uh, all of them have their own consequences because of it. And I actually like that in superhero stories. It's like not like a freak accident where everything was happy. Like, oh, I got the superpowers. I could do good for the world. It's more like, no, you're getting these powers by accident or some like we uh, some like horrible like event moment that you were so you were training for. And now it's like being it's been used against you, the killing people of who you care about, who you love, as well as being it's your own like weaknesses, too. But it's only the person that themselves has to start adapting and start learning from it where they need to where they you actually see them grow into the character they become, as well as like the relationship they have with the other characters, as well as being able to fight the opponents in front of them. And I, I really think. Uh, Undead Luck has captured that uniqueness into its uh, manga series. And to add to that, um, I really love how Sh- Sh- Shonen Jump is not known for love stories or not known for love characters. And I love how our our characters, Fulk and Andy, is such a good chemistry and doesn't feel forced. And it's just so such a good comedy, but with such good with such good chemistry within its characters and has such a good cast overall like you could relate people could say that they like shin andy fuku like you could say you like um unstoppable like with that leader she's beautiful and the and for the double spreads are amazing like i love the double spreads of the series like ape said the cover art of the first two pages you could always tell how amazing it looks i love how i actually love how the artist also gets attention to each theme when it comes to Christmas, Halloween, like those type of themes to the characters are adorable, it's cute. And so I just love that very much. Like it just brings the love to your series of of just how much you enjoy doing it. And I love the power system. Like I read a lot of comics, Shonen Jump, and this power system is very intriguing. Is that something that I've seen very much? So this to me is very intriguing. Yes, I have not read or watched Hunter X Hunter, but here that's one of the best power systems with then. But to me, this is very intriguing series so far with the power system and i'm glad that it hasn't been asked because of how of how the guys did spoke about that the first couple of chapters it's a bit off-putting or weird for some people but if you could just pass the five up to seven chapters and get to the first spoil arc which starts i think around chapter seven or nine it gets very beautiful of how the characters and double spreads in only one chapter i believe in around chapter 10 or 11 around there there's almost more than half of the pages are double spreads. So to me, that's it shows the amount of work and dedication with the series puts. So I should love it. No, I absolutely agree. Because like you said, power system in Undead Luck is really good. It's actually really well written for each and every person. And I usually in Shonen Jump series, you don't see anybody really do any, like you don't see the main characters do the killing. But I think this is a very interesting take of the main characters have no choice but to kill but in, in a mercy sense, in a way. And that's what I get from Fuko. But she using her 
using the unlock abilities to like for people she cares and loves about they will die because of her unluck but it could most likely be it could also be used as a mercy killing for people who wants to die and stuff but at least they be they die happy in a way where uh, you saving the world like they want them to and everything else i, I actually it's, it's very unique i think it's a really good series for uh people to jump onto and it's like six chapters away for chapter 100 which is un- triple digits are a milestone it's more than samurai eight <laughs> almost double. it's throw- gonna be doubled <laughs> i will always yeah. throw that joke at it it's just hilarious and sad in many many we're gonna many we're gonna go ways. we're gonna go that far technically all the all the all the viz mangas from last year that short news that got chopped even add them all together it's still a little bit less than undead unluck at this moment all of 2021. Damn, that is a good point. Holy shit. Shannon Seer, Ghost Rider. Red uh, Hood. Red Hood. Damn. It, it might not even... Like, all it of might them. be close to like 90 if you add all the ones that got axed. Like, holy shit. All of them. Yeah, if you add all of them, it's, it's, not, me- it's not reaching that number. <laughs> yeah. Um, in regards to Undead Unluck, for sure, the cast of characters is definitely fun. I like how diverse how in-depth that we get each one um there no one is the same you know and i also like the art style for real for real there have been a few times just going back to previous chapters like you mentioned before vash the double spreads where the double spreads were so so dope um one of my favorite ones so far has been uh it was i forgot exactly what chapter it was but it's when under was about to face the union and the last two pages were each member of under and then each member of the union. Oh yeah. It looks so fucking fire. Um, so, you know, this is, this is just a great fun series for everybody to get into. So I'm really glad again that we get to discuss it and we get to dive into it uh, weekly because it, it just keeps picking up. Um, I can't really say that any chapter has disappointed recently, even though in the beginning, for sure, when the series first started, uh, black hole player myself and another one of the homies tim we all started watching and we we're like oh mm, all right you know well for me for me we when we started reading it i was like oh, okay we about to get this older gentleman who cares a lot about this underage big titty shorty like all right um I mean, this like, may like, not se- last she, long. She's 17, but the man is like over hundreds of thousands like, of years old. I'm about to say he's way more than hundreds. He's thousands. He has thousands. been loops around the world. I was like, oh, if this is going he, to he be... He lived multiple lives, technically. <laughs> yeah, I was like, if this is going to be what we're getting into, this this may not last long for me. But then, again, as Sam mentioned, after the first couple of chapters, they really start getting into it. And the world building itself is pretty fun. Learning about the Umas, learning about all the different negators and, and their abilities, like you know, unlock, undead, uh, unmove is just injustice. It's just like, yo, this shit is so fucking raw. The power system is definitely raw. So again, yeah, I'm really excited for this. Um, <laughs> Andy, Rip, Fuko. The um, Rip is Gilly, dope. Um, there's a I, lot I, of really cool I think characters. we'll get more Andy. I need more Andy lore too. Like his, oh, uh, I think his we're other side too. His I other side. Oh, kind uh, of, oh, Victor. Victor. Vic, yeah. Yo. Victor, when I saw his outfit with his long hair, I'm like, yo, I never might get Super Saiyan 4 again, but this is a closer I'll get to some design of Victor and his cockiness of like Goku and Super Saiyan 4. I felt that from Victor. I'm like, all right, cool. If this is almost closer, I'm gonna get to something of Super Saiyan 4 in some type of Shonen Jump yeah. storyline. This is what closer I could get. All right, cool. But I need more Victor because that that backstory when we 
when Fugo got into the world of Andy, the way Victor used his powers, the way he spoke, the way he said, get out of my mind, get out here. And like he just kept killing her in each time zone, in each time period. It just makes you wonder, like, there's more to him than meets the eye. And I love that. The but, artwork and like the uh, the art and the panels that's his weaponry was actually oh, really dope as hell. It was really dope for sure. I still wonder to this day how's this gonna look in the anime? Like, are we gonna make the blood like purple or green just to not really have so much blood on the screen? Because his like I don't know if there's a time slot like in what how Japan is gonna go about it. Because with with undead power, you Andy, it's all blood. So I'm curious how he's gonna tackle that. But to go to what Abe said as well, my favorite double spread, I think it was in the early chapters, I think it was chapter 40 or 50 or under. Wait, was what do when, you mean by um, you're wondering how to tackle that? So you know how uh, Japan, the, 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 like sometimes when they do a lot of blood, they don't like to show like, you know. Just the bad censoring that they do, they hopefully they don't censor out the blood. Like, like either I mean, like the coalition. It's, it's like similar, to, similar to Dead Man Wonderland, isn't it? similar power systems and well but i imagine similar usage but it just depends which studio is is going to handle that and it depends on which time slot they're going to put it in japan because sometimes if they put like an earlier time slot they're going to try to censor but if they do like jjk jjk has a later time slot so they get away with all the blood work going on with the curses and killing america so hopefully they do something similar like that that's why but i was going to say my favorite my favorite double spread as well. I was just gonna mention that is when it's unjustice, when when she stopped the alien invasion and she just showed off the helmet in there saying you cannot come and invade here and just that beautiful double spread and her hair is just going away like that. That is so far back and I know there's probably much better, much better double spread, but that's the one that's always stayed with me throughout this whole time because I felt like that was such beautiful the handline the detail. And just showing of how she's so confident in herself to just have the unjustice power, but how she's so strong will. So I just felt it. That is one of my favorite double spreads. It's very beautiful and very powerful about it. Uh, I think I, I actually like that the main enemy here in this series is God. Usually in like RPG video games, like first, okay, go kill a slime. L- l- last final boss, go kill God. <laughs> and it's just in this establishment, yeah, God ain't shit. He's causing all these disasters. He's doing the repeat, rinse and repeat worlds and parallels and stuff like that. And like at this moment, yeah, man, God needs to die for this in this series for all this bullshit. And currently it is throwing all these bull crap onto uh, Andy and to Fuko and to everybody into the world and shit. Um, literally, they call the end of the world Ragnarok. I think that's a dope name. And then Which you have the whole table. Out where everybody needs to fulfill these missions in order to like prevent the uh, destruction of the world as well as they get rewards from it. There's also like magic items or weapons within these series as well too. I think they call it the artifacts. That's artifacts. What they call it. And, and I feel like I really love the lore of this world and I honestly don't mind if this, if this, if this series actually when it goes long, like 300, 200 chapters, I wouldn't mind because the way this series does its twists and turns of what could go with a psycho trying to kill God, like Sam mentioned. Like, I really would love to see that. Like, how would he kill God? Like, how would you stop the cycle of actually not having it happen once again? And once once we talk about what happened in chapter 94, like, wait, what's gonna happen next? Like, who like my boy just popped out and literally said, Kacha. So it's like, 
it just makes you wonder like what is the next turn of events of happening next so it just makes me wonder like how long where the series going it just makes me more intrigued no lie he reminds me of the seven deadly sins uh, since character dude like the brother when the father took possession of him oh uh, it, more of the son brother, right? chest yeah melody's brothers because he had the whole okay. sun tattoo and everything and then all grown up long hair yeah it's like he got possessed or some shit but um it is this not chapter 94 is the start of the new chapter that starts the new arc and i'm for it because uh right now this could be an all entirely andy arc series of how he brings back fuko how he wants to do changes and all that stuff like that and it's actually really good like because the thing is even the the training arc, how they did it with Fuko going inside Andy's memories and she trains within his memories and work. And you have Andy having inspiration from Fuko from all his past lives and memories. And that's how he does his own training arc. I think it's great in a way, but like where it's fast, a little bit better and understanding and story makes uh, each of their powers stronger. Because even Andy admits Fuko definitely gotten stronger and it's not just meteorites that's going to like, drop on you and you die this is more of uh i love you i'll give you a satisfying death kind of way and that's still andy's agenda where he wants to die because at least they brought that back because it would come to the moment we were about to come to the moment where andy we weren't sure if andy even wants to die anymore especially now that he has fuko but i think at this moment yeah okay you you help bring back like okay he knows the set goal he knows his mind he does want a satisfying death from fuko and now we have another undead character where he's unable to die neither, but he enjoys torturing the, sh- the hell out of Andy. And we don't even know who this dude is. And um, I do want to agree with the chat. They also brought up Igor Dobos because I, I had to I had to catch up from chapter 64 to now. And that chapter when Mai got the untruth and like just helping um Shin, that's a beautiful chemistry as well. Like how the overall cast just brings everyone together and how they of how they believe they're all a team. Like when Chad said like my just bringing uh, herself much forward because she felt like she was always like a side character with Shane, you know, she felt like she was always some type of burden, but she actually felt useful being with Shane and actually having the untruth power. I felt like it, it was such a good development and to actually defeat the master that killed your sister. I felt like that's such a good arc with with Summer. So I just felt like I was what? Oh no, that was spring, right? That was spring. Yeah, spring. So that was a beautiful arc as well. Well, so. like it, it was um it was the master at first, but then the master didn't want to kill Spring. It's more like he wanted to be the strongest. And the only way he become the strongest was to make his protege like just like him in a way. Like, okay, I killed your sister because I wanted you to get stronger from her death. Next thing you know, he unlocked the uh, unmove. Was it was it unmove? Was it oh, uh, no my or who? Was it my? My got untruth. I'm um, from Shin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Untruth was the one that killed uh, his sister. Yeah, correct. Yeah, and then um, it got luckily it got passed on into my when he died, and now you made him into a zombie kind of guy character. I think that was actually a pretty cool cool way to I'm happy, outmaneuver no the death flag kind of thing 
Because how he died too was actually very noble. You have both Andy and him like blocking attack to save Mai and Fuko together. That was some sick shit. Yeah. Um, and regards to uh, getting back to chapter 94. Um, yeah, I was really excited to see that uh, again, that Andy's motivation hasn't changed. He, he wants to die. That's mm-hmm. that's always been his goal. Yep. Every now and then they remind us of that. And now he himself realized that he'd been going about it the wrong way. Thanks to the previous, uh, well, basically his battle against Spring, uh, he learned that, okay, Fuko's power, her un, her unluck gets stronger when the likability is mutual, not just one way, which is the way he's been going about it. And so we have this moment where he proclaims like, yo, we're going to have a lot of fun together saying that we're going to spend more time together so I can fall in love with you because so far it's been she has fallen in love with him. And the fact that he said this out loud for everybody to listen to was just hilarious. <laughs> everybody, even Fuko was like, yo, you don't have to say this joke so loud. Like, come yeah. on now. I mean, I also bring back chapter, the first chapter too. Oh, okay. So I just have to like, you know, bang you so I can die. Like, that was like the most like outrageous shit that exactly. he's actually said. You know? Except this is more touching with Andy saying that, you know what? It's my job to fall for you. You know, we're going to have this fun adventures. We're going to get to know each other some more. And I know you're going to give me the greatest death ever. And I love the fact that, again, his motivations haven't changed despite all these adventures. And he's acknowledged her growth and has so much trust in her. And then all of a sudden, for her to, <laughs> to, to start to, to confess and profess her, her adoration and how she's really, she's really down for this, for her to get stabbed right there in the chest. Yo, and by this character so with the sun tattoo, I was like, ooh, who this bull? Okay, I, I, I like this. And he's like, uh-uh. Andy, we don't, we don't get that luxury. No, is, is, there, is there a chance that he's a younger version of Victor? I, I, I don't know, because as far as we know, Victor is Andy. So for us to kind of get like, right. Cause like, or whatnot, we'll have to see. And I hope it's not so, a clone. So my guess is like some version of God's uh, type of minion, or like God's son or God's, you know. Well, he definitely works for God for sure. Yeah, like yeah, type of son, like type of um, God's type of Lucifer, Archangel, something like Because the way he looks. He looks like a fucking half evil, half angel type of shit. So, like, what are you, my guy? Yeah, we'll see. So, I'm, I'm definitely excited for that. It, it got me hyped because uh, I tweeted earlier that, okay, this is a nice turn. Because, of course, after you defeat the Umas, what's next? You know, what, what, what is next now? And to have this adversary pull up, I love the whole design. I love the tattoo. I love the hair. I just love the... Andy cut at him. He's he's in pieces and he's just smiling. He's just giddy. And it just made me think of all the villains that in popular media that I enjoy who are just Mm -hmm. like, yo, they're chaotic to be chaotic. You know, we look at Green Goblin. (laughs) We look at Carnage. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. we look at the Joker. Just chaotic to be chaotic. So this was a really, really fun chapter and it really Mm -hmm. has me hyped for the future. Question. How about this crazy theory that just popped up? So he has a sun tattoo. If you look at the last panel of him um, laughing, he also has vampire teeth. How about something like a vampire? Like, you know, something like Dracula, some type of... Oh, he's also undead himself. Like, if you look at chapter, page 19, he says, like, for people like the two of us capable of overcoming the loop, death isn't an option. option. That means, like, he's part of the loop as well. He's part of, like, either, like, the undead previous lives of Like, Dracula, like, able to live over time and years. Like, and, like, he looks like he got cut, but he looks like he's not affected by it. Boys was laughing about it. 
and he can't like, die. Like, yeah, in the same situation, he's gonna be like Andy, where he can't die neither. And even if that slash really did work from Andy, he would have been instant. But now nah, this this man, he's chaotic. Just like yeah, just like I, Abe said, he's he's chaotic. I I don't know about uh, vampires because we haven't seen anything as far as I can recall about vampires. But the fact that again he did mention the loop. So far, we have three characters who are aware of the loop and who are cognizant, and that is Andy. Andy. That's this one, and that's Juiz because she's the one that set up uh, the organization in order mm-hmm. to try and break the loop so and she again, has her really previous excited. memories of her previous life where she was Yo, a guy and i want to so know more about and she worked and she used to work with victor back then too but victor couldn't find a solution as well i want to know that's, more about yeah. that like yeah that's why i want more victor, victor lore i want more victor lore victor and juice i want to know more about that like just give me a, like a good arc a small 10 10 chapters arc of juice and victor knowing what they did like the love story because that beautiful scene of how Victor said, like, oh, you're the next version of Juiz, of Fuku and Andy, like, you're the next us to stop this God and everything. So I just found that so beautiful and sad as fuck. But just to know that that's the next possibility, it just makes me more like, okay, what can this be overcoming next? But not that Fuku's perhaps dead. Like, Rebel already said, she hasn't got a pulse. Fuku, and like, just being screaming, like, yo, is she, like, it just makes me wonder, like, what's really going to happen in the next arc? Like, um, I was in the chat that, came back with Avengers from this break, like, like, like she's literally dead. I was like, huh, cool. What's next? It's also funny where Foucault, like, where, where Victor prevents Foucault from going into his memory of during 1890-something, I forgot, and then to, like, 60 years of during that time of what Victor was doing. It's also very, everybody seems to be very chaotic as well, where people, whoever gives up in fighting God or killing God they doing their own thing and just the whole survival thing, which was where Victor is. And then you have someone like Billy who's there like, yeah, let me try this solution. Uh, but in this sort of way, everybody knew where they can't kill Fuko and Andy together because they both are needed in order to kill God. Now you have God literally targeting either at least targeting most likely Fuko because at least because he knows Andy can't die, but Fuko literally the weapon that can kill God. And I think knowing that if Foucault needs to love someone and you need to share the same amount of feeling of love back, that means like Foucault has to love God while God has to try to fall for Foucault in order for him to die. So that's, that's going to be very like. difficult and hard. Because um, even in the chat, they said that in the first chapter, and I should look back, he calls himself, I am, I am an, an undead. So he didn't say I'm undead. So maybe do you think there's other type of undead out there? Like, like Chance probably saying, like, do, what do you think? I don't know if he uh, planned that there? far ahead. I don't know if the mangaka planned that far ahead later on, because after getting rid of all the four seasons, and then you have the other Umas that's still living around, you have to... Everybody, you have, like, we already know, like, God can control Uma to brainwash them and do whatever he wants, in what, no matter what time, no matter what place, no matter where. Uh, but to have another, I'm already fine with having another undead character where they can't die neither, and they're also part of the process loop. And, you know, this loop has been going on and on and on and on for a while. It, you, you're bound to have certain people who are also have memory of the unloop, 
memories as well as they're also undead. They also have similar like zombie kind of powers in this One sort of thing way. we have to uh, be careful of and we need to make clear is that as far as we've been told and as far as we know, there are no duplicates of abilities. Correct. So Andy being undead, no one else has that undead ability itself, uh, with the exception of Billy, but we know he's more like a, a type he controls of like type five character. abilities. Kind of, yeah, yeah. yeah it's he, sick. he can he it's can sick. he can replicate uh, certain abilities, which is really dope about him. So with this character, I don't want us to um continue to call him undead in the sense of like a he has similar powers. Of course, yet to see, but just for everybody who's maybe new to the series, at this moment, you can only have you can there is only one copy of of each ability. Hence, why when we saw earlier on Truth, you know, when uh, someone dies, their ability ends up it's which is similar to like Devil Fruits, you know, it transfers to the next person. And I'm glad you I'm glad you brought up Devil Fruit too. Yeah, because like um. Cause this this new dude, he came out of Foucault's shadow. It's like a, a certain somebody we know, and like yeah, oh, shit, he, he, right. he could be anywhere, anytime. He could literally, and if you could see his weapon, he used his hand shaped it as a blade kind of thing in this sort of situation, which is not what Andy can do. No lie, that blade and like smirk, it reminds me a bit of a Rochimaro. Like I don't know, like yes, the design not much really, but the smirk. And to the blade, like just knowing that you're quick, it came out from the shadows. So, like, that's reminding me of Orichimaru when he came into the exam, like in the early Naruto, like, you know, just being all sneaky and doing something, you know, doing something shady. So, like, the way he did it, it reminds me a bit of Orichimaru in that style. I mean, this series also is like, yo, if I have to suffer, you kind of have to suffer with me, or you're suffering too, kind of situation. Mm-hmm. And that's the that's chaoticness. Of Nobody it. really has a happy ending. Like so far, like we. But then we they've learned really... where, like, yeah, we kind of have to be all in this together. Where we we can all have a happy ending. We just need to work together, work together to fight God and kill him and shit, and just not like betray each other. And like, just because you're gonna die, just because we're all gonna repeat and reloop again, doesn't mean you have to end up killing us and shit like that. We have to keep trying and trying and trying. Henceforth, the reason why loops keeps repeating is because every time they try, they keep failing. The only difference in this time value in parallel is Fuko. Is there anything else we want to say more on Undead Unluck? Uh, I believe with that shadow comment, now would be a good segue to JJK because I, I, hey. mm-hmm. right. I have some, right. I have some right. things I need to say about Mogumi real quick. Um, I owe him an apology, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. But with what Abe said, that's a beautiful transition for this is our first Undead Unluck. Um, overall discussion review of chapter 94 hopefully we didn't miss anything out if we did guys comment down below your thoughts about the chapter or the series if you guys want us to bring up anything the following week but we will be reviewing under luck from here on further in every Shonen jump review so hopefully you guys enjoy our hours of discussion hopefully you guys enjoy our thoughts and if you guys want to hear more thoughts about definitely hit us on my twitter our links are all down below social media but our next series that we'll be covering will be jjk and then black horror and i'm here to wrap the show so, Abe, take it away because you start with a beautiful transition. Yeah. So, one of the things I have to say, just to everybody who's who's listening, as a fan of JJK, the one uh, thing I was never on board about was Sukuna's obsession with Megumi. Uh, I I'm like, nah, Sukuna, you got Yuji. You don't need Megumi. Fuck Megumi. It's all about Yuji, right? And <laughs> and I've been on the Yuji train for for a long time, and I still am. 
but definitely I, I would say what about the last nine a good 40 chapters uh i i've come to appreciate and realize just how special just how special megumi is uh, and i know before i said it on this program too especially when um we were dealing with hikari and them and megumi was using his shadows and and going like a ninja just breaking breaking necks and taking people out but this fight right here Megumi is just showing the fuck out. I mean, this man is using an incomplete domain expansion, and hey, an incomplete domain is still a domain. And I tweeted mm-hmm. this earlier, yep. no and that's when Megumi had a little shikigami. You feel me? He, <laughs> this this guy is really, really, really just proving why. Okay, I Sukuna, I see, I I see why you want this man because with his abilities, and even though it's not perfected yet. Just the, the intelligence, the, the usage, it's just so, so, so dope. And uh, this fight right here, especially with how it ended, he's like, all right, it's a battle of attrition now. Let's see who who can fight gravity the longest. I'm like, all right, man, this boy, man, I don't, I don't, I don't know. When Megumi gets his shit together and really perfects his domain expansion, it's about to be scary hours for anybody he faces. So, yeah, I, I just have to give Megumi all that love and praise and tell him, like, look, Megumi, I'm sorry. I should have never doubted Sukuna and what he wanted for you. You're really showing out. Keep showing out. I, I was very impressed because, like, I, I, we actually, I actually thought Megumi might have perfected his own d- domain expansion by then. But now knowing that he hadn't completed also gives leniency into certain rules and certain uh, and, uh, maneuvering. Because like I love how uh, Gege's ex- explanation, like with when it came to domain expansion, like when uh, Jogo and Haname used domain amplification in Shibuya, it was powerful enough to include a cursed technique that was sure to kill. Uh, however, as like, refraining from doing so, they're like they provide capacity to report in Gojo's uh, cursed technique and neutralizing the limitless curse technique. And from what we learned a couple of chapters ago, a simple domain is helps you from being able to get a certain hit, meaning a certain kill onto you. However, that's not that's a different story when it comes to Megumi and his incomplete domain expansion. He could still touch you. He could still move you away from your own simple domain expansion. And like, it, it's sick. It's like, that means some certain rules does not apply to you. You, can, you don't have to have a surefire way to kill the opponent but you can give him an ass beating. And that's what he actually did to this guy with Shadow, with his like multiple clones and literally beating him up, having weapons in position. He was like giving him the work. And like, it's more like, yo, I'm glad you're so refreshed and healed up. Now you're getting your ass beat by four of me, like Naruto style shit. <laughs> oh, my thoughts about this. I'm proud about Megumi's growth. I just love how he calls it like incomplete when like he's kind of he's kind of being his own teacher like with without Gojo being here and without Gojo giving his own input and his own type of teachers on him what he's improving what he could do better Megumi is being his own instructor like he's from what he has learned and observed from his other instructors Gojo and his other instructor has passed and it should be an arc and everything he has learned how to improve on, on, on his own and how much he's so skillful and I agree with it because I feel like I've been wanting to know for months and months what the hell does Sukuna want from Megumi? Like, what is it that's so fascinating about this kid 
Like, what is it that you found so interesting? What is it that besides like, being Toji's son, sort of yes, way? Like, what is it that you knew about him? But then knowing in this past two chapters, like domain expansion, the Chimera Shadow Garden, to know what you cannot do, not, uh, nothing about it. And what Abe said, a domain expansion is a fucking domain expansion, no matter what, still. And that is props because even our and boy. And incomplete. And incomplete. Yeah, mm-hmm. And incomplete is still one overall and it reminds me of our boy with the hands i forgot i forgot his name um um he also did um he also did a d- domain expansion incomplete um back when he fought yuji and the guy with the seven three remember uh when he got the hands um uh, work oh you're talking about um oh boy um, mojito, mojito, yeah 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 so like yeah mojito so it reminds me of how he also had a incomplete domain expression for the first time. So it shows like it shows how much uh boy Megumi has grown and to show how like his skills, this these two double chapters, 170 and 171, it was so good because it shows that Megumi was given the hands and like he literally um in page uh eight and nine in 171, he was given literally the hands with the flash step. He was going left and right going to the back and giving him and i just love this and i kind of like the narration that be, since because with chimera shadow garden it serves merely to extend the 10 shadows technique meaning every like all the 10 shikigamis within fushiguro it's all out here in the open and he chose this gymnasium for a reason where like i don't have to expand too far in a way i just give myself a limited space where i can try to fit in all, all i can within my shadows within the same place way and it also said it expands its potential to 120%. The last time we have the expansion of 120% was with Yuji, Mahito, and with to- uh, uh, Goto? Yeah, Goto. Yeah. And then, uh, this is so this is Megumi's 120, or at least almost near 120% of his own potential. And it's very cool to see, hey. like, He's so much like his father. Like, if you look at the last page of 171, when he screams, there's a shadow above you, too. It's like just showing the craziness of Toji, just like your father, showing of how much potential, of how much skillful he is. Like, he's he, even when he's on the brink of death or the brink of probably losing, he still has a way out. He still observes his, his surrounding. He gets ready to also have any type of thing ready. And he knew that, yo, there's something about it that you're about to get squashed, too. So he knew what's happening he knew how to have the whole battle on his favor and i just love that as his character i'm gonna give reggie his props too but Mm -hmm. i'm super intrigued i know before it was brought up like oh is reggie an old sorcerer or whatnot but even when he did his esoteric technique hollow wicker basket is the original form of new shadow style simple domain and neutralizes the domain to negate the guaranteed hit has me intrigued like this man knows his shit that he mm-hmm. was able to be like all right i can implement this because you ain't about to get me i, I know how to negate the the 100 can't miss hit right but now i'm even more intrigued i'm like all right you know did Megumi come up against an old head that uh <laughs> that we didn't know about but you know again either a, either an old head or like someone who was in a modern sorcerer that know that before well this game yeah 
So because it, it took the it took every the, the, the Jiu-Jitsu sorcerers a long time to figure mm-hmm. out. Oh, it was supposed to be a simple domain within it, so that you can protect yourself and like yeah. you know you don't get an instant kill. Mm-hmm. So definitely um, interested in that, and um, you know this this fight with Reggie. One thing I I have to stress is that when we since we've entered the calling games, Gege has done a great job of just making these domain expansions and these uh, curse techniques so much more intricate and interesting. You know, it's not just like, all right, these are all like, hey, we, we, we all we do is fight, like, let me get a hit on you. There's more complexity and depth to them, um, especially since my favorite still to so far is Judgment. Um, oh, yes. I love mm-hmm. everything about that. But even here with the uh, hollow wicker basket, even with uh, Megumi's Chimera, it's just like, yo, you're not just where we love fighting for sure. We love we love the, getting these hands and catching these hands. But hey, again, Jujutsu sorcerers were also intelligent ass motherfuckers. Yes, and Megumi is showing that he's an intelligent ass motherfucker. So I love everything Gege is doing right here. And I can't wait to see even more uh, curse techniques uh, from new players that we come across and even some old heads. And that's what I love all. Uh... With the current mangakas that like One Piece, like with all type of devil fruits, you have the most weirdest type of devil fruits, but you make them fascinating, you make them intriguing, and like you make them actually used in a smart way. The same thing with Undone like we spoke about, the cast of the negators was same thing with JJK. Gadget is doing such interesting with the calling games by bringing characters that was from the old times, but showing them newer scales or current people that have never used them, like the judge, but has such a Fascinating on his idea of how he believes of, of how the courtroom should be. So I just love that aspect. And I agree in the chat. Reggie's power is um reminding me of how the Naruto two characters, the girl that has a paper, uh, um, the paper explosion, from and the also mm-hmm. yeah, from the Kaski, her. And the other guy that throws bombs, uh, Derera. So I, I felt like, I felt like he, uh, those two powers had a combination with Reggie's power. And it was so fascinating because I never thought like putting two people's power like those, but using it in a smart way, like Reggie, oh, you know, contracts and everything. With Reg- yeah, Reggie's is so much more complex. Yeah, that, more complex, but he's but able to utilize weapons. He's able to. Heal himself 100% previous chapter. I'm like, yo, this guy is a cheat code. <laughs> he legit it, is a cheat code. It's Not broken. Him giving himself, hey, I just had a spa treatment and now I'm rejuvenated. And meanwhile, while you're taking all these hits, I just came back from a nice spa right on the spot. I'm like, all right, bet. Like, <laughs> Reggie, ain't, ain't, Reggie ain't no pushover. So it, it he, really allows Yeah, it, it allows Megumi to show off his talents. Gege purposely i mean of course he purposely did that he's the fucking mangaka he's the, the creator of this but i appreciate that he had Megumi go up against a a adversary like reggie because it's like yo if it was yuji ah you know even though yuji had a had his own um intellectual uh battle against judgment and and whatnot Yuji would not be able to go up against Reggie. Reggie would probably have this man in the blender and Loki would probably need to holler at Sukuna to get him out of this. But ha- pitting him against Megumi really shows us just how far Megumi has come 
how intelligent he is, how strategic he is, and how just fucking badass he is. So mm-hmm. shouts out to Reggie. Um, again, Gege is doing a great job this art with all these characters and just the complexity and the and just the depth of them. We uh, how Gege we all agree does his that... opponents and uh, adversaries and antagonists. They are not dumb. They can literally learn mid-battle, which literally both sides can, wearing both advantages. And you have Reggie saying, like, all right, if he brings out this elephant, I lose half my what I can actually do. So we already ha- we can all assume where he pulls out any receipt from his body or uh, from wherever his clothes is, he gets that ability, weapons, or whatever that comes into his. I'm guessing like yeah, I can't have water. I can't wash these. If these gets washed off, I'm screwed kind of situation. And it's it's because they both, for the past couple of chapters, these, uh, Reggie have seen Megumi fought his like minions and couple of stuff. Like, all right, I know how much your abilities is as well as Megumi one-on-one with Reggie so far. If all of what he can do, I know what you can do. Even though we're, st- we're still in one-on-one combat and fighting, we're still learning from each other. We still don't have all of our weapons and secrets out just yet. And I like that. It's meaning like, all right, this is like Shadow Garden wasn't my like final secret weapon. As well as Reggie, like, yeah, I still have a lot more in me myself. But if you're able to kill me before I'm even able to bring out, like, that's it. That's literally who has the last final checkmate move to kill the other person. And like with Megumi, he doesn't care how much he feels pain and suffer as long as he doesn't die. Same with same like his father Toji. Like as long as I win this fight, I don't care. I even die in this sort of situation. It's 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 a crazy unhinged emotional from uh, from like from Toji Megumi and the entire family. So like that's what I was gonna bring up. How we all agree on the same page that this arc is gonna be much longer. Shibuya, right? We're on the same page on that because mm-hmm. Shibuya was 52 chapters, or I think 54, and this already has been almost, I think, 20 or 15 chapters already. So we did, we definitely know this is going to be a lot, and this still is part one of the cutting games. Yeah, th- this is more like part two or three because, like, technically there was still recruitment well, of uh, uh, Hikari and. Uh... Oh, yeah, like probably part two or part two of the cutting games, but this is. Tokyo number one, Colony part 11. Yeah, you're right. So this is, I guess, it, it depends. Uh, Remember, there's, also, diff- there's also different stages too. Yeah. Like so there's it, different circles and stages of where, which character is in this circle, which character is in that circle. And then there's also my uh, that needs to go into it as, as well as like developing what's outside of it. There's a, this can go on for a very long time besides being within the Shibuya, like, Besides staying within Shibuya arc, everybody's around in Japan in different areas and different yeah. culling games. Moral, like even after those games are over, they come to the strongest only survives and live and comes on to play another game, culling game between them. It's like I'm a really never, curious. it's really never ending. I'm really curious of what's going to be happening next once, once Megumi meets with Yuji and how everything's going to turn out. Like, what's the next steps? Where are they going to go next? Because they they made a new rule like the hope and plan to now what's the next steps for them to go on like are they gonna find more recruitment because we also have the other characters that we met in the previous um arc before the judge so i'm curious to see what is going to be the next couple of steps for these characters 
this is also very smart too to learn more of what chimera uh shadow technique as well which anything that's within the shadow is his own shadow and how much he can carry and then reggie throwing out three cars and he estimate okay 2.4 tons which is equaling to three passenger vehicles within his shadow that's why you don't see megumi with all these weapons and materials to use to fight they need he need to save rooms for all of the shikigamis and everything for his fight so that is true that i did realize that much later because i'm like okay so that's making more sense but it shows how smart albert reggie is about because he's oh like like you said people learn during the battle like you learn and improve during the battle because of what and who you're fighting against if it if it's new techniques or old techniques you have observed them enough during the battle especially since uh as we get to the end of the chapter <laughs> Mogumi mm-hmm. is like say less than bet and he's just smiling like a madman yo Mogumi's showing the fuck out <laughs> mm-hmm. he smile like his father you know demon time right now <laughs> unhinged like yo i ain't dying and no, I am dying. Like, I'm taking you with me, but like, like you're dying work. first. He's like, oh, you think this gravity is? You think, oh, you think it's only on me? Oh, my G, my G. Oh, it's 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 both of us. Let's see, let's see who body body, right? It's like, oh, he's it's like, really... bro, this is my domain. This is my yeah. home. You think you he can said, show me out in my home? Just Saying, like, like you know what I first, can Reggie. <laughs> just like his daddy showing that BDE right now. He he really yo Magumi. Keep keep balling out, keep balling out. But yeah, overall for me, this was a fun chapter. Um, again, JJK keeps providing, keeps providing, and I have to say I'm really jealous of people who get to binge um uh, arcs, such as when people who decided to binge Shibuya because going week to week from Shibuya was just like mm-hmm. a heartache for me. It was just like, oh my god, like bro. That and now the calling games. Yeah, the calling games, those who like to binge, the who will be able to binge the calling games, you're going to have so much fun because week to week, I'm like, yo, heartache, like, I want more, I want more, I want more. So, but overall, really good, fun chapter for me. Really good, fun chapter. I agree. Uh, for me, overall, last thoughts, uh, this chapter, 171, it showed a great fight and a growth of Megumi. This man don't give up. He's just like his father told you, and it shows the skills on this of who he is as a character and it shows that he's more than just the main uh main character trio with Yuji like he because Santa's on he could be his own man and it shows that he could hold his own way and his um it shows that what if said in the beginning it shows why Sukuna has interest in him it shows that why he has a, a fascination of why he took interest many many chapters ago so very excited for her. And it shows that we're only less than 30 chapters away to the 200 chapter for JJK. And that's a big milestone. So congrats for that series that once we get there late, much later in the year. Sam, what's your last thoughts, overall thoughts of JJK? I mean, I always liked Megumi. He has a, he's a lot more interesting story. And like for every character who want to compare to trios, they want to compare him to Sasuke. Now this guy's a lot more interesting than Sasuke. Oh, hell no. And a, a, lot, more, a, lot, a lot more better abilities as well as more interesting and more intricate to the point where he thinks way beyond your imagination, way beyond what you think of what a complete domain expansion should be, way more than everybody gives him credit for and he's not even and he refused to be part of his own family lineage with where toji is he's he like don't nah, care, no. i don't care nothing i'm gonna do my own shit 
He don't and care this about is, no this is his own shit. This is him using his entire ideas, his own uh, abilities, his own way of doing fighting. And I'm all for it. He doesn't need any weapons. He got his shadow techniques and creatures. And we already know, like, he still has he still has the um, that God kind of thing to play. Remember where his entire family had like 12 shadows of like they couldn't even kill or beat oh, to yeah. have to command them. But what they could do is use it against their opponents and have their opponents try to deal with them. But at the cost of his own life, uh, if if they die, if that dad dies, he dies with it and shit like that. But I think I already know we already know Megumi. He's not ready to like go unconscious or go down to the point where you're like your opponent. Yeah, I, I don't need to kill myself. I, I I can handle this on my own. I have an elephant dropping onto the dude. <laughs> and plus, Chad even said it that I totally forgot about it. Uh, our girl, our girl Remy could literally come in and say, "Yo, I'm gonna take revenge on Reggie and just kill her. Um, just kill him, just kill him herself." Uh, if it comes to that, that means Reggie got away from Mikumi, and the yeah, scorpion, most- and the scorpion girl is the one that like does the final blow and she gets the points and credits. Yeah, most hey, likely that's what happened. Look, dog, don't 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 steal this from Megumi. This is this is Megumi's battle i i don't i'm not a fan of that idea it could happen but this is mugumi's like <laughs> we go we go let him have his moment all right I hope so but I mean, he's he's already killed someone else and he already got his points he like his daddy you forgot who his daddy was this boy's on oh, BD. Remember, he don't remember he don't like his daddy. He, he don't care about his daddy because he left he the bush. Like, like father, like son. He gonna be like his daddy regardless. Do you think his daddy would be like, yeah, no, people don't still kill some Toji. Ain't nobody about to steal this skill from Megumi. Even if, if Megumi's gonna kill him, he gonna kill him. If he don't want to kill him, he's not gonna kill him and he's gonna but, move. But don't steal it. Don't steal I, it. And like I don't like to like bring out the fact this fact too. Like every fight that Megumi where like he he brings out his 120% into every battle, he always he goes unconscious right afterwards. You think that about is it. It's true. Because he does look tired in the last panel saying. Who's getting crushed first, Reggie? So, like, he does look Remember when it came to that cursed spirit where it had Tsukuna's finger and shit? Yeah, after he kills him, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a nap real quick. Yeah, and he said, Yuji I'm gonna lie down real me. quick. And then you're gonna have um that guy with the arms, the hand sword, literally nearly killing Megumi before Megumi summons his big boy. And then he went unconscious. Yeah, it's supposed to be a whole, me and you had to work together to kill this, try to fight this. But we know, I had, we, my family had no shot of this. So, good luck to you. Went to sleep and shit. And like, so he has a record of, yeah, if he doesn't kill you, he'll, and he's still alive, he'll just probably take a nap. And if you're still living, you're probably just running away from him. But yeah, it, I could definitely see like Reggie dipping after some distance and shit, after he knows like, I can't kill, I can't beat him, I can't kill him. I don't know if he's knocked out and shit, but I need to save for myself in life, whatever escape plan I need to do, which is where I could see, um, uh, Remy killing uh, Reggie afterwards from that situation and shit. Because we know after doing that, I could ever see Remy helping uh, Megumi like afterwards from that. No more betrayals and shit. We just have to see what's going to um, be the next turn of events. But overall, this is JJ, JJK coverage discussion of chapter 170, 171. And hopefully everyone enjoyed the conversation. And if you want to leave your thoughts, put it in the comment section below. And let us know what you guys thought about this chapter of 170 and 171. So, Abe, let's get to the quick conversation of Black Clover, chapter 318 and 319. 
Oh, you guys do that? I'm going to get more coffee. Black Clover. I was happy with 318. Like, okay, we're getting the captains. They're about to square up. With, uh, we're going to see what's going to happen in the next chapter 319. I had a feeling it was nice to see Jack coming back. It was nice to see him there. Fuego and our beautiful lioness, Marilona, you know, put some hands. Um, I was happy that she didn't really do much because it shows that, like, he is above them all. So I like that, like, they were giving it all. It was nice to see all the captains work together, real, Charlie and them. Dorothy was dope to see. Um, I wish we got to see more of the dream world, but it makes sense that the dream world did not work on him too much, so that made a lot of sense. But overall, that fight, it was truly entertaining. Yeah, for me, pointless. Pointless. I, I just love the fact that Lucifero is just unfazed, and he's like, pointless. All these, all these attacks, all these movements. It's like you're wasting your time. Like, how dare you? How dare you have the audacity, the unmitigated gall to think that you guys can match up to me? What are you? Are you are you stupid? Are you are you a dummy? Hey, just looking at this, you know, I've always and I'm not I'm not gonna hide this. I have always been on this program saying, like, you know, black clover, ugh, like ah, uh, you know, I, I may need to bench this. I'm not really feeling it. Um, oh, it has a good week. We have one high and then we got a few lows. Like, yo, it is what it is, right? But this chapter right here really, really got me going, even though it was short. But that's something we got to deal with, about 15 pages. That's something we got to deal with, no problem. Yep. But this chapter right here, and I'm about to uh, tweet one of my, um, just a lovely panel. It's just, this guy, <laughs> you, you know, like, the one, the one where Noel's brother, um, I believe, oh, Noel, literally Noel's just smacks him, <laughs> uses mercury, and the next, you know what? Next panel, hand on the face, like pointless, and just boy, boy, Lucifer was letting y'all niggas know, who are you? But on the same note, the captains are like, um, sorry, <laughs> we are, we're captains, like <laughs> we don't give a fuck how you gonna do it. We go keep fighting, and they're all bloodied, all beaten down, and then to end with Asta right there, like, "Hey, we ain't giving up either." I was like, "All right, all right, Tabitha, I see you, baby. I see you. You know, I <laughs> you doing your thing right now. I've, I've been critical about you guys. Uh, I've been critical about you uh, for a Thanks. while now, but this John right here, good shot, good shot. Yeah, like I'm happy. Like you know, I don't support." seeing despair and depression out here but like in black clover i want like if you have a demon you have a guy named lucifero you're having the higher end of the tier of demons if you have him come out i better see him kicking some ass and like these granted of the magic knight's strongest cannot do shit and i'm happy seeing that like L lucifero literally has kicked their ass and i love that like what what um it said like it was the nozzle to me that was funny as well but what I was more enjoying is just to see Jack real just being thrown down like rag dog. And um, even our boy, um, even our boy Second, I hate Second, the most annoying ass character in all in all Black Clover. I wish this dude would die. It's him and the wizard, um, uh, sorry, the, not the wizard, the king of the Clover Kingdom. Two characters I wish I could die. But he even said it that the captains and they came and touched him. What the heck? What kind of part is that? Like, I, I can't even tell this guy. Showing that, like, how much scary Lucifer is. And the design on this demon 
is amazing as well. Like I just want to say the design of him shows how menacing he is. And I'm happy he's giving these guys the hands of despair. Yeah, I totally forgot about Seki. I was like, I was like, oh, <laughs> he's there. Here. I'm like, damn. Oh, good job, Denver. Somehow managed to stay alive. But I'm like, okay, I mean, all right, cool. Totally <laughs> forgot about him. So uh, it was funny to see him and just him panicking. And rightfully so, rightfully so, because you have the biggest, baddest, strongest. I mean, that's what these captains are. They're the strongest of, of the Clover Kingdom. They're the strongest Magic Knights. And they can't even scratch them. They can't cut them. They can't burn them. They can't stab them. They can't even. They can't even put hands on them like that. Like it's all, as Lucifero said, pointless. Love and it. plus, Chat even said it. My man Lucifer wasn't even using magic; just brute strength. He literally was giving them the hands, bro. When Jack and Mariliana came to attack me, just hey, just you know, <laughs> he was looking like Doctor Strange out there. That's... Like, hey, I'm just blocking every. And his face says unchanged. He's just pointless. pointless. Like it's just crazy. Like. And yo, I felt bad for I felt bad for the salamander. My man Salamander got the choke hold on the jaw. He's like, yo, you're dragon, you can't do shit either. Like, yo, you're 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 one of the fire spares that you know supposed to grant more extra strength. But I'm sorry, my man, you can't do shit either. So imagine if Lucifer actually uses magic, like his presence actually more. I wonder what's gonna happen next. Like, like knowing that he's finally out. I don't see a way to actually do something about this. Like, I hope there's some despair. Like, like I hope somebody dies. Like, I don't know who would die. Oh, like, okay. So you're on my train. Whereas, like, hey, somebody better, you know. Look. It has to. You literally have Lucifer. Oh, here no. Because people don't really die as much. And so I'm true, just, true. I, don't, I don't care anymore. But as long as Lucifer doesn't go out like no bitch, I'm cool with it. <laughs> as long as he goes out in a badass way. I'm cool with it, and I'm trusting Tabitha to give us that. But pointless, Lucifero, you you doing a damn thing, that's for sure. And I'm looking forward to next week's chapter and um seeing what more we get in terms of the spike. Because like we said, the very end, Asta pull is right there. Like, all right, Asta, let's see if you're gonna put hands on Lucifero because you tried before, and this man was unfair. So, so we'll see. So the so the only captain out of all these that we have not seen and the, the one I think that would do damage is Yami. We haven't seen if he has healed up since he's still hurt from being used to revive these demons. The only one I think that I should do the, um, damage is Yami because of his black magic, his dark magic. So, you know, of his dimension slash, um, his other dark um, spells, I think he's the only one that actually could cause damage, but it depends if his body is up for it. But you know what he's about to say? Man, I got to get up. Got to. Got to pass my limit. My team needs me. My kingdom needs me. Got to pass my limit. He's, he's probably going to get some self-motivational speech to actually do some to actually do some damage. So I feel like that's the best course of action for Yami and that will actually do something against Lucifer. But the chat said that he broke Marilona's arm. I try to see. It looks like he did in page uh, 11 from what I could tell, but it's hard to say that he broke it or just or or just damage it very well. Look, whatever he did to her arm, well, you know, <laughs> that ain't gonna stop her. That that's yeah. that's I mean, that's Ray's wife, who I apologize. Um, I can't I but I can watch her and admire her from afar. She's so badass, and I love that that's what keeps up. Like, yeah, she she's getting fucked up, you know, they're all getting fucked up, 
but none of them are backing down because these are their captains. They're, these are captains of the Clover Kingdom. They're all aspiring, for the most part, aspiring to be Wizard King, right? Except for Mariliona. But these people, well, Mariliona isn't the captain, I apologize. But these people are showing the fuck out. And I love it. I love it. I love it. Each one is going to do their damn thing. And this teamwork that we're going to see with Asta has me hyped because, you know, we know Asta can't do it alone. We know they clearly can't do it alone. But whatever teamwork they put together, that shit going to be badass. I, I'm trusting it will be badass. Yes. And to the chat, um, I am looking at third panel in uh, page five. Um, her arm with the kanji. It still shows her hand being there, but her arm does show that it got burned or extremely bruised. But I see her arm still in front of the kanji. So her arm don't look like it got thrown off or cut off like or ripped off. But Or maybe it did get ripped off, but her arm or hand is still dangling. And if it did, that's a nasty as hell. But it looks like it just got really severely hurt and damaged. But from what it looks from the kanji, it looks like the arm is still there. Hey, would you agree with me there, or you see something else? Uh, you know what? I think that's um, because on page four, you see him grab it. I think that's just like putting the pressure. And um, I wouldn't think, because she's in full full fire mode right now. And it's yeah. just showing that imprint. I wouldn't say that it's broken, because, yeah, it's still it's still attached. If anything, it's just, you know, a, a very severe bruise. I, I don't think it's. It could be broken, but I don't think it's uh, anything aside from that. She still has her hand. I don't think she's and, about to lose it. And yeah, and we will get like a better picture next week. And we did forget there's the other small the there's the other small devil that's just watching all this happen. Like this other small devil is literally I think it's Majicula or this other small devil there just watching all this happen like it's nothing. Like so, even if they stop Lucifer or do something. This other devil just stood there just waiting to see what, what goes on in this main show that this devil could just literally leave, add more damage, add more fun to it. So who knows? So I'm loving this. I Big want despair. I want facts. death. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> let's move on to My Hero. Welcome back, Sam, too. You know, uh, let's move yep. on to My Hero, which is another good chapter. Yes. Um. So for chat, um, Blackboard discussion has and uh, the next time that we plan to talk about it is January 30th or a month now. So it depends how we feel on the next chapter 23rd and the 30th if we do want to talk about it as a double chapter. But it's because we're kind of half and half with the current um, arc is going. But depends how we feel next week if we do talk about it or not. But no promises. By weekly or monthly, we do plan to talk about Black Clover. So we will see you guys on the 30th for a Black Clover coverage of the following month. So we appreciate that. But now we're here for the My Hero discussion of chapter 339 and 340, is that correct? Yeah, 339, 340. 339 right, was the uh, weapons, um, new weapons that Ida and Deku gets from, um, I forgot her name, the engineering girl's name. Same, but Sam, go ahead first. Um, what do you think of chapter 339, 340 um, overall? I mean, yeah, it's still the uh, planning phase and processing phase before like the final, like, war between between like the heroes against the uh liberation the anti liberation uh fleet or uh the league of villains kind of situation and it's technically playing out the same way we've already knew what was going to happen anyway you're gonna have to split up the villains away from all for one and uh, shigaraki all for one mixture combination 
in order for you, like Deku to have like an even almost an even playing field, and they are now aware of Stars and Stripes quirk, and now they have to factor in. Yeah, we're gonna have to assume that Stars and Stripes quirk is like he's able to use it or somehow like contain it or at least not like that was the dangers of it now, but. It's already gonna be playing how we want. We know what's gonna happen. They they establish Dobby. They have to separate Dobby from them. We already know Endeavor and Shoto has gonna be have to fight him. They have to like uh, take out, uh, push out uh, uh, Toga. Most likely it's gonna be uh, Iraka and uh, Frappy. Maybe and maybe another student that's gonna have to take care of her. Uh, there's also Splitter Splinter. There's also Mystic. Or no, the mystics uh, got captured, but um, it's it's already like playing like how we are going to be seeing in the long run, where everybody can have their own individual separate battles and fights, which is necessary because each character has story built within each villains and stories, and we've we've heard both sides story, we we both where where each other is coming from. Now it comes to the point where like whose resolve is stronger than the other, and what's going to be the after effect of whoever wins in that certain fight, which while I can definitely see my hero academia going almost near four, uh, 400 chapters, because there's still gonna be, there's still a lot you can write about and talk about for each individual characters and their resolves and their own fights. And that's what I like about Shonen Jump in that sort of way where we both know where each other's coming from. We both know like we have our, what we believe is the correct answer and what is right. Is whoever wins, whoever comes out on top, gets their story told and gets their own resolve, uh, their own truth and their own rights goes above them. But at least the heroes, they know, no, it's not just our resolve. It's also, we also have to sympathize our opponents, sympathize where they're coming from, and we better help them. Help them. We are helping them with their journey to, you know, see from our side of perspective, we're not going to imprison them like we uh, that we did in our pre like the previous hero society. We are giving them a better chance of a better life in human society, and that's what we can kind of see with Ayama and Azawa uh, uh -huh. Sensei too. It's like the students here; they all support you. They haven't really all abandoned you. They're all there for you through thick and thin, even though you've betrayed them. And I haven't give I don't give up on you because I'm a, not just because I'm a teacher, it's because it's how I am, because of vigilantes. Uh, Azawa Sensei knows that he can't, get, he can't give up on his students and he can't give up on people. He will always give, he will always give them a chance to redeem themselves and he would never like expel the students. He'll use it to threaten you, to, make, to involve the fear in you, to make you work harder, but at the same time, like he would always be there to support you and like have your back and everything. Like even if you were to turn in your like dropout resignation, Isaiah would never would never even submit it to the principal. Like he'll be back. I'll watch him from the shadows, but he'll be back. I haven't given up on him yet. And if a student, if the other students haven't given up on him, then it's really all up to you yourself where you have to face your fears. Right. Rise above it. And so, like, and yeah. So That's like um, so go for it. Beautiful overall thoughts, very detailed. Uh, my, uh, I was gonna say like my favorite moments of chapter three thirty nine and three forty. Is three thirty nine is the way she told Deku and Ida like you heroes have your own way of trying to solve 
your problems in the outside society. We have our way trying to help you guys. Like we are doing our part, you doing your part. Like not everyone here feels very useless or very hopeless. Each of them have their own way to help the society and community. And I love that because that's anything that anybody could hear that each one, each person is is really serving a purpose. And in chapter 340, my two first moments is that when all my says that I trust Aizawa that he will make the good like like the good choices. He will make the good choice of to know what is right and what's wrong. And two, that last panel when our boy is literally doing the Spider-Man um pose of literally yes, just running out of a tree, I wish in so with the um scarf like Aizawa. And I just love that to note that I think it we, is his like uh no no I know but like inspired by the scarf of Aizawa and everything and just to know that with Shinzo, we have asked so hey, with Shinzo, oh, wasn't he supposed to join UA in class 1A? And like asking this type of question, but I love how Hori doesn't really keep us waiting too long, but also like it makes us know that he's putting every piece together. Like Chad said that the final act of my hero is really coming to close and is wrapping up very nicely how everything's coming in together. So I love it so far, but that's my overall thoughts. Abe, what's your overall thoughts of chapter 339 and 340? So um, Aoyama Aoyama is in a very, very unique predicament that I'm appreciating Horikoshi's given us time to really explore. Um, you know, another quirk, another quirkless boy given a chance to, to have ability to fit into society, except things didn't go as, as well, right? We're worried that, okay, did all for one uh, bug him like he has like he has done every other pawn of his and we're seeing this internal conflict like you know that that statement he said the more faith my classmates have in me the less faith I have in myself because now with that pressure I'm more concerned about what happens when I do come face to face will all four will I fold will I betray them after they believe in me so much despite the betrayal yeah, I really appreciate Horikoshi really giving us this uh, psychological aspect and then having Aizawa basically be that that continued, uh, similar to a parent, a mentor, that mentor role where mm -hmm. he's like, yo, I'm still your teacher and I'm still going to fucking support you. Like, I'm sorry, we're, we're going to use you like awful one. It, it, that's, that's just the game. Chalk it up to the game, but... It's very true, though. I'm, yeah. He's very honest about it. Yeah, he's blood. very honest, but he's like, you know what? We are, ne I am never going to abandon you. When we talk about mentors, role models, teachers, Aizawa is it's up better there than Kakashi. I won't get into that discussion, but Aizawa is <laughs> up there. He really bowed it, bowed it. So I do, I really did enjoy this chapter. Um, I'm really excited to see just you know Ayama's redemption story because he's such a to me he's always been such a minor character and someone I didn't really care too much about although I found it really weird ages ago when they had that moment between Ayama and Deku back in the dorm and and it was a bit touching I was like what's what's the meaning for this but now we see later uh just what Horikoshi has in plan for him and so I'm I'm hype I also enjoyed the flashback that Aizawa had of him and uh and Mike's uh, I forgot the full name of the the Mike Quirk teacher of their homie uh, the, uh I forgot his name too with the, the warp, warp guy 
Yeah, and just how Aizawa's like that sense of of I, I don't want to say guilt, but I feel like there's some guilt, but definitely, definitely that sense of responsibility and how he doesn't want to turn against him, you know. But also it makes me so much more intrigued. Why didn't all for one, you know? implant a, a bug and exp- uh, something in here to fear prepare is a for his betrayal. Thing. Fear is a yeah, thing yeah, but Fear is powerful, but all for one ain't that simple. All for one has contingencies upon contingencies upon contingencies. He's not just going to keep it simple as like, yeah, fear is going to keep him in line. So I'm very intrigued. We've always known all for one is playing 4D chess. Everybody's <laughs> playing checkers. This man is playing 4D chess. So while people are like, hey, you know, he just used fear. Let's let's get it working. Aizawa recognizes, and so does All Might. Like, hey, you know, there, there has to be a reason. And we can't assume that we know everything. So I'm really, really curious as to this chess match that we're going, that we're continuing to see. And what exactly Awful One has in store for this. Because if we could simply chalk it up to like, oh, yeah, simple fear. All for one ain't that stupid. If if he left it up to that, he wouldn't be lasting this long. He wouldn't have been such a menace as he has been. So there's more levels to this shit. And Horikoshi's doing a great job. And finally, with the end of the chapter, shout out to Shinsho. We know we haven't seen him in a while. Bro, that, that, that panel the right there, <laughs> I just tweeted about this uh, on the uh, uh, quote tweeted the Anime Lately account. Boy, Horikoshi continues to show his love for Western comics, and that draw was so Spider-Man-esque. Fucking love it. Fucking that, love it. I can't it. wait to see him, to see how how he fits into the overall team and um this these plans we have. Because uh, going further to the beginning, while All Might is breaking down the plan, we're seeing, again, we're, we're now playing, everybody's now playing chess. We gotta, we gotta divide and conquer, not only Dobby. So we're gonna get, uh, uh, we'll probably have to, we're gonna get these individual battles happening all at once. And going back to Undead Unluck, remember when they went to confront Spring and, um, and Under? Mm-hmm. Andy had planned, like, yo, we need, we gotta have all these strategic battles, you two face this person and whatnot all strategy i'm really really intrigued to see what all might and co plan to do in terms of who's going against which villain like we know we kind of hope that Todoroki and endeavor handle dobby um i hope that's that the plan change, but you know yeah i hope that doesn't change but i'm really intrigued to see which members of class uh 1a and maybe you know some members of class 1b who pairs up or groups up and to target which villain of uh, All for One's army. So really can, good chapter. Have fun with it. Agree. And I um, chat. actually um, see. Uh, oh, uh, go for it. The chat first. Chat first. Um, I was going to say that chat even brought it up as well that even the Toad Doctor even said that there's no seem to be no type of irregularities, um, explosion and everything. And even Aizawa in, um, in page nine said that um, there seems not to be no bomb to be inside Telegna gang. So Chevin said, like, is it possible that at the time all for one didn't have the technology or the quirk to put a bomb inside Aoyama? That's why I said like fear was probably more powerful at the time that he believed that he didn't I, have I, the quirk. I, I, I kind of <laughs> sorry, I was gonna say like, I was gonna see like if Horikoshi was going against his past self and his past self is all for one, 
I was actually thinking like maybe all for one do like yeah Nagant wasn't gonna stay long in the story so that's why I did the whole like yeah blew, blow her up with the whole bomb clerk but when it comes to Ayama yeah he's gonna be staying on for a good while within the classroom especially like into these certain moments because he's he's been pretty this character has been pretty built really well so far in the past before we knew that he was the traitor and stuff like that now knowing that he's the traitor and having to know like what what he was going through in this sort of, sort of story i think all for one like still has plans for ayama yeah because i don't need to blow him up just yeah yet. i i, I want to i just want to make it clear the fact that ayama doesn't have a bomb isn't like oh my gosh like what is going on but more so Ayama itself shows just how detailed and how intricate and how much plans upon plans he has and why he wouldn't leave it to simple fear. Because mm-hmm. Awful One planted Aoyama from the beginning since yep. the yes. boy was a kid. This was years in the making. So for him to be like, hey, fear? Nah. He's, he's more meticulous than that. He has contingencies in place. He always has. He's always thought long-term. So he probably has contingencies like Contingencies seem to be my favorite word talking about my hero. So it's not just that, oh, he didn't have a bomb quirk. No, nah, he has other means at his disposal for why, for how he plans to use Aoyama. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he probably expected, like, yeah, Aoyama's going to be my mom. But, oh, yeah, I also know that he'll probably betray me. But that don't concern me because I have, I have, I have other plans, contingencies for that. So that's what it is like. I didn't stress too much about, oh, maybe he didn't have the bomb. That doesn't matter. All for one plans long term, and he has plans upon plans upon plans. So this Aoyama is going to be a very crucial chess piece that both sides are going to try to use. And I can't wait to see how how All for One counters what uh, the heroes are doing with him. That's what I feel like is going to be with Aoyama because we all um, agreed that there's a possibility that there might be another traitor within the school or with the armed forces because in the, in the in the earlier chapters, I mean, in the earlier chapter of 340, Oma explained the possibility of we have to split off of one and Shigaraki. We also have to split Dabi and the other main forces to oh, take God, them out. Everybody, yeah. One even by the no, one. Even the Nomus and even stuff Nomus. like that too. But um, Oma even said that, and also with Hawks, that we brought the certain people because we trust through situations and actions and we trust you guys because we did our own type of investigation through your background but what happened if all my did such um sorry now my all for one did such a good job to hide his other trader in the cops in the armed forces because it's a possibility so stuff like that could still be a chance where one of these people in these rooms could also be a trader and we don't know that so these this information could still be leaked and i love how the wild wild pussycat is still here and she feels that she's kind of guilt and responsibility that her quirk is still being used technically for evil because that's her search quirk. So she feels responsibility that she still wants to help in some way, shape, or form. And that sucks because that's a lot of guilt knowing that your own quirk that was being used as a I hero mean, now is being just used more, as a villain. She's, it's, it's good to know that she's more than her quirk. She's she be a whole office lady and a whole analyst and stuff, and stuff like yeah. that. Which makes sense because if her quirk was to locate people, like, you know, you're going to have to do the other side of work just not just like locating the enemy and everything like that it's also some recon some maneuvering work of how it was stuff like that she still has a purpose even though hawks convinced her yeah it's not that we don't um we don't trust the other wild wild pussycats we just want you yourself 
because you know more about your own quirk and you probably know the most about your own weaknesses that we can might actually use against all for one. Uh, sugar, all for one Shigaraki sort of thing. Uh, yeah. I actually like the idea that Ayama, uh, Azawa told Ayama like, you know, even after this war ends and we win, there's a good chance you're not gonna be invited back into like UA anymore. I love that. But, it's sad, but it gave him a taste of reality because Azawa was smart. He knew that how can you get rid of fear that's already established there? It's take away that fear with new fear, knowing of what the people you want to go back to, your friends, to your um, to friends that gave you the hope, the hand to you also can still be a hero. What way can you take that fear that all for one gave? Let me install a new fear that if you don't change your way now or do something new, you cannot come back to your old friend. So I love but that he it, it, it is extra weight. It is extra weight though, because you kind of gave him an ultimatum where you can help us in the hero society, uh, help us in your students, your classroom, and the other heroes, and you don't let us, you don't let your friends down who have faith in you still, who still hope for you, you don't let them down, or you 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 let them down. Your fear got the best of you, where you couldn't betray all. You couldn't betray all for one, and you let your friends down and everybody. Down. Like, which, which, which more? Which guilt can you live with? Letting your friends down, or being like letting your, uh, or, you know, getting killed. Either surviving the aftermath of all this, going through your fear, your struggles, and everything down. It's, it's a very huge ultimatum within this sort of stuff, and he has low self conscious so much fear in, unto him, less confident into him. Man needs Kamina in his life. He needs to, like, he, he don't believe in me that believes in you, believes in the you, don't believe in the you that believes in me, believe in yourself who believes in you. Man needs Beautiful. Kamina in his life. And um, I love the foreshadow possibly in page 13 that if Aizawa is talking to Ayama, like talking about trying to look back and, you know, start a new step. I wonder if Arzawa has broken into his war friend. I forgot his name again as well. Like, Abe, I wonder if he's going to bring back his war friend. And if that is their, if that is their type of secret weapon, like using the warp guy as to get to each person escape from the, I think, Mooma said, I think 10 meters away from All for One and Flushiraki. So I think that's the goal. Maybe warp each people away to different places. That's a possibility. Um, I mean, Shigamuro, uh, uh, the oh, yeah, Shigamuro, yes, yeah, the shadow dude. Technically, he hasn't responded to his name or anything after Aizawa and uh, Mike had connected with him, be able to talk. He's, well, he was now silent throughout the entire time afterwards. We did we get a big going on. Oh, we, we did, did get okay. we did. Oh, sorry, I about that. Yeah, um, like he just haven't been responsive afterwards that moment after that moment. Um, I mean, there are plenty of ways to bait your opponent, especially when it comes to Dobby. Just bait him with. Uh, unfortunately, you're gonna have to bait him with the um, the family. Unfortunately, the, the Tokoyami family, where like, oh no, like you could put them in danger. They're all at one spot. Dobby would do anything to fuck with uh, Endeavor in any sort I of situation. I can't wait way. to see that fight. I'm excited because the family is going to have to be involved within that fight. That it's going to be very, it's going to really suck that they're the bait for Dobby, but it was the only way to separate him from like all for one and uh, Shigaraki and that sort of stuff. But that's how the fight is going to be. It's a whole 
family affair of drama and fighting it, it's gonna be it's gonna be hard it's gonna be harsh it's gonna be very curious um abe any last thoughts or any comments about what you think could be happening next or where we could go with with about shinso because this is part three so do you think there will be a part four or do you think we're going somewhere else next uh well horikoshi is, is has it all in store so all i can say is that um look i'm just excited for how Shinso is going to be utilized. I'm excited for uh, the implementation of these plans and what we get next. Um, I'm excited for the fights that are about to occur and just the strategy. And of course, I'm excited to see how all for one will counter all these moves, that's for sure. Today has been a really, really solid day in terms of the chapters that we've covered and um, plus more. So I'm, I'm happy as a fan, as a fan of all this this wonderful manga that we're receiving. I'm super, super excited. Great as well. Uh, my last thoughts on the role, I can't want to see what, if there's a transition for, as I was talking about Ayama, saying that anyone would be, which is why I'm also, you're not the only one I'm putting this half on. If that's meaning that I was Shinzo is going to be brainwashing Ayama. seeds into other people as well. It leaves the path that we're all going to be walking together. Well, it's, that is oh, one yeah. thing I was going to say. My number two, my number one was what I was trying to say is that maybe um, our boy Shinzo is going to be helping um, Ayama choosing some part of some brainwash to help him contact um, all for one and give some false information. But Ayama, probably him trying to lie, he'll break down. So maybe our boy Shinzo will try to try to have his body calm down more and have more easier lie to all for one. That's my guess, or maybe my third possibility about that. See, I don't think that can happen. It has to be Ayama himself that needs to be able to face his own fear. But in the end of the day, which sin can you live with? Betraying your friends in the past, but you help redeem yourself by helping them? Or continue to betray your friends and heroes and you have all this guilt where I'm, I'm a piece of shit even more. No. You have to give him, you have to let him decide for himself where he has to make his own choice. Where can you, if you want to redeem yourself and redeem your friends and their trust in you you have to like help the heroes and only you can walk that path no one else yeah. can like walk it for you because utilizing shinso to kind of like hey let's let's make ayama kind of let's trick him or deceive him in order to deceive awful one it's like that that goes against everything that aizawa was just discussing with him and all that dialogue yeah. kind of becomes yeah. useless and for and like let's give awful one more credit he ain't gonna be fooled by no poultry trick like that he ain't he ain't stupid <laughs> he didn't get this far to be simply fooled like that. He did. I, I know for a fact mm -hmm. he's probably aware of such a move. And again, this is why I can't wait just to see how he counters whatever All Might and all the heroes plan to throw at him. And like we already know, like Shinsho is more than just his quirk to brain control people. Him being able to use the scarf, like Aizawa doing like the whole Spider-Man doing the whole ninja thing, he's more than just his quirk. It's just more he can like still like do what Aizawa did back when he was a vigilante himself. He was a hero out in the streets himself and that sort of thing. And that's what I wanted to see. Like uh, Shinsho Aizawa version from vigilante in here into this final battle of My Hero Academia. That's what I actually really want to see. I agree. So I'll go with My Hero Academia um, coverage. Awesome. All right. Um, races are for one gonna lose because the league want to save Shiggy. That is very true. So let's see how it handles. Can't wait to see how the Twitter and the 
manga fandom says, oh, he's all trying to save people and everything. But people don't understand. That's the point of Deku, trying to be heroes. That we're trying to save anyone that we can. People need to read the message and not make their own headcanon. People also need to remember this is shonen. <laughs> this is shonen. So it, it's typical in a sense in terms of what we're going to get. You know, hopefully it's not, we don't get a severe old power friendship type bullshit. But it's a shonen. So there's it, only one way this kind of goes. So, you know, if you want something different, then explore other genres of manga. And there's plenty of fun genres out there. But okay. don't don't have these false narratives expectations that you're creating when it comes to the shonen genre agree so with that being said with our uh i believe five cover series we did i believe uh we did underlook jjk black horror my hair academia four cover series so hopefully everyone's entertained all the time because are down below in the comment section if you have watched our show and the podcast down below on the audio feed we appreciate anybody that's been listening and checking out but as we always do, what was your chapter of the week of Weekly Shonen Jump issue 7 of 2022? So it could include these four series or other series that you read. That's Takamoto Days, Magu-chan, One Piece, any other series that I'm missing um, on the pipeline of 22 chapters on the Weekly Shonen Jump roster that comes out Sunday. So anybody that wants to give a shout out to a series that we don't cover or what was your favorite chapter of today's? Maybe you want to go first. Yeah, so I haven't been able to um, finish all my uh, weekly Shonen Jump uh, reads that have dropped this week, but of the ones that I've read so far, um, which also includes Marshall, uh, Dr. Stone, One Piece, I have to give it up to Undead Unluck. Honestly, I felt like this was a, a really good chapter of a conclusion of the Uma hunting arc in terms of the seasons and the start of a new arc in the new direction that or the continued direction that we're going to go. Um, you know me, I love all types of heartache, despair, sadness, death, and Fuko getting got like this. And old boy just like, hey, Andy, <laughs> I don't know what you think you was going to get into. You thought you was going to have a happy ending, sweet life, you know, all that shit. Nah, <laughs> let me take your girl. And let's fuck up your day. I I, I loved it. I, it made me hype as hell. So under Oh, you realized that you needed to have to love her cool yeah, too. Like, oh, I'm just gonna get rid of her yeah, so you don't like, do that. Ooh, I can't have you being happy out here, Andy. So it was definitely my favorite favorite chapter of all the um series I've read so far today. Um, Sam? Okay, so there's a lot of good chapters uh from today for sure. J uh JJK had the uh, expand more character of Megumi and his abilities and expansion. Um, my hero had the world of planning of gives you an idea of gives you some hope of what to come of what to come in the future. Um, Sakamoto Days actually did a really good job with the old man because when one series arc ends uh, begins, another one ends. Sakamoto Days just end their arc so far with this fight. Yo, old man had hands. No, he had the sword. <laughs> he, he's the master assassin when it came to Sagamoto days. And um, for sure, we already gives you a, a look of who the big bad, who's the big bad and who might actually be the final boss of the series. Um, there is things to come for, to come by for Sakamoto days. Uh, Ayashiman still doing a really good job on its story in the series and its buildup. 
even though our main character loves to break the fourth wall and sort of stuff, but in his own unique unique way of yeah, I, I, I'm also an avid jump reader too. So I'm actually with you guys, but instead I'm actually in this story. I'm actually very uh, OP myself with strong human fighting abilities as well. But in this situation, I'm fighting against demons and monsters and ghosts in the mafia, Yakuza sort of environment. So I'm with it. Like, yeah, I, I'm with it. It's like a fourth wall character coming in and fight. I like, I'm with it. So Ayashiman has that um, uniqueness and ability where I'm, I'm invested. Give me more. I'm invested. Give me more for uh, Yashiman. So Sam just convinced me to read uh, Yashiman just now. Like he literally just convinced me what I'm about to read just today. Those eight chapters are out because I'm about to read it because he um, he just convinced me in knowing that Abe was just smirking and smiling the whole time. And by the way, I just noticed that it has a really good smile too throughout the whole show. I was like, wow, I should like staring his smile. So it just made me like, you know what? I should really, re- I should really read this series because of how great it sounds like from coming from yeah, uh, yeah, Sam and with, everything. With, with, uh, with, in the comments of Bayak, uh, Bakayaro said, like, yeah, Sakamoto days for long for within longer term, midterm. Yeah, it's Sakamoto days. The new super juniors of series is Ayashiman for sure. All right. So I'll definitely check it out um and see what's up with that series. But for my third series, I will give it not being biased, because I actually read it and cut up, but it's Mission Jujutsu family. I love the <laughs> comedy and I love the I love That's the fair. development to uh boy Nanano. Like, it gives a development of him as a character. And just a comedy, because, like, I love how a, a, sh- um, a series could be so, like, so hardly, but then show a bit of horror, but then it'll show comedy there, and then show a bit of development. So I just love how it, it, it just brings it so genuine. But if, without being biased, if you want, because people like to call it, right? <clears throat> it's definitely JJK. Uh, that was my first chapter. Albany Megumi. The Incomplete domain expansion that is dope OPSL. So JJK, Undead Luck. I can't wait to see what the hell happens in the next arc. Like finally I cut up. Um my next series um like 10 chapters now behind because before I was less than 30. Now um 20 um 10 is um my boy Mashup but I see what people were talking about that it was kind of not falling off in writing but it just felt very stagnant that felt the same rinse and repeat. So I get what people were talking about. But overall, um, JJK and Ventures of Good Family was my favorite. Sakamoto dates, I'm five chapters behind, so I'm about to see what um Sam was talking about and um chat saying that the arc did wrap up. So I can't wait to see what is the first chapter of chat saying that that was theirs. But Ventures of Good Family and JJK was my favorite chapter of the week, and hopefully people enjoy our Undead Luck um conversation. It was very mm-hmm. fun and was sort of thorough. And we saw the comments. You guys want us to talk about Sakamoto days as well, but we, me and the team could talk off screen to see if we want to add that as well but we appreciate you guys checking our first episode of the year Shonen Ronin episode 30 it was a fun one any last um uh, comments guys and plugs before we go um not really no alright um so if you guys want to check us out definitely check, check all the links down below also in the A podcast in the mind of the blurred anime lately Shonen Ronin um uh, careful spoilers check all the links down below where you can find us we appreciate you guys support we love it very much and thank you don't forget like subscribe put the audio feed put the downloads put the heart put the raters and we appreciate it guys and to do like and appreciate it i'll see you guys in the next one next week <laughs>